0: Ideation marketing is especially nice for the quick results with a limited budget. You get more for less faster. And in the end you have all your material ready when your product is ready. Because you start when your product is still a prototype, a minimal viable product. And that is also what I want to recommend to all of the listeners. Don't wait, start with a raw prototype.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this new episode of the House of Marketing podcast. My name is Jean-Marc.
2: And I'm Eva, and we will be our host for this marketing podcast.
1: And actually, this episode is going to be maybe a bit of a special one, um, because we will come back on our first episode, which was on ID marketing, integrated data marketing. Uh, we were with our CEO, Lise um, to explain what it is, but also how can it really change the way we do marketing. Um, And we thought, well, it would be nice to actually show also concretely how does it work. And that's why today we would like to share with you a case from uh, Luminous. But first, maybe it's nice to come back on ID Marketing and explain again what it is. And for that, we have the chance to have again with us in the studio, our CEO, Lise Taube.
3: Hey, Lise, we're very happy to have you here again. Hey, guys. Yeah, nice to be here again.
1: So, Lise, can you explain us a little recap of what is ID marketing again?
3: For sure. So, um, for too long, uh, we relied on claim data, right? We asked our customers um, uh, what they would do, um, how they, for instance, would uh, buy a product. And then with this data, we built products, campaigns, but we saw that 80% of those products fail, And that's all because of the fact that 95% of decisions are made unconsciously. So asking your customers if they would buy something upfront is actually an unfair question as they can't uh, predict their decisions. So solution, the solution to this is ID marketing. Um, so we will ask our customers what they think they would do. So we still do, um, research, um, that's qualitative and quantitative. But on top of that, we will integrate behavioral data. Um, So little tests where we will really put the product in the market and that extra level of data makes sure that you also get those unconscious decisions into your equation. And then after doing those in-market experiments, we look into why people activate they do with neuroscience. So long story short, ID marketing is a combination of in-market experiments and neuroscience integrated in marketing.
1: All right. Super clear. Thanks for the recap, please. And I think we can move on to the case so now we have clearly in mind what is id marketing but of course it's much more interesting to see how does it actually work on the field
2: exactly so without further ado i would like to present our two guests for this episode from luminous we have magnix van vreken is a product manager at luminous that's correct huh
0: hi guys yes that's indeed correct
2: and Marnix, you work together with our own Stan Sommerans, who is Growth Marketing Director at Uptrust. So, hey, Stan, also welcome to be
4: here. Hey, guys, thanks for having us. Yeah, also just
1: as a side note, if you don't know Uptrust or you don't know the relationship between Uptrust and the House of Marketing, uh, these are sister companies, both part of Customer Collective. So we, we work a lot together. Um, and if you want more information on that, you can find it in the description of the episode.
2: So, Marnix, You are the first external guest at this podcast, which is a big honor. Uh, And I would like to know, what was your first experience with the House of Marketing?
0: At Luminous, actually, we know the the people of the House of Marketing as uh, really challenging and really motivated people uh, that are challenging our views on marketing and always pushing forward, actually, to the next level, uh, which is really great because at Luminous, we want to be at the forefront of marketing.
2: This time, you came to us with a very specific question about digital meters and how to put the product in the markets. First things first, what is a digital meter?
0: Well, that's actually a a really good question. Um, To understand what's the digital meter, it's important to understand the energy markets. The energy market of today is undergoing a profound transformation where centralized energy energy systems, like a nuclear and a gas power plant, are replaced by decentralized renewable energy systems, such as the solar panels of your own roof. As it were, consumers start to produce and storage their own energy. So this transformation from a centralized to a decentralized energy market is supported by the rollout of the digital meter, which helps consumers to enhance their local generation and also to optimize their consumption in near real time so in the future the digital meter can also become a smart meter by communicating with all kinds of apps or smart home appliances
1: nice it's very interesting and yeah i can imagine it also helps reduce the effects of climate change doesn't it
0: yes indeed if used correctly we aim to reduce energy usage of our customers and this really fits with our vision. At Luminous, we want to become the preferred energy partner by helping our customers to reduce the CO2 footprint. This through innovative energy-efficient solutions and renewable energy. With a digital meter, we, ha- we can help customers to consume less energy because the greenest and cheapest energy is the energy you do not consume.
2: Yes, that is like completely true. And I think as a customer, you sometimes forget how easy it is to be green, just consumeless.
0: Yes, indeed. It doesn't have to be difficult. And if it's difficult, we provide solutions for our clients, like these digital meters.
2: Makes totally sense. Uh, So Stan Luminous came to us, the house of marketing. What was exact the question they wanted us to solve?
4: Well, Eva, it wasn't that long ago that the Luminous team came to us with a question about the digital meters. If I remember correctly, the exact question was which digital meter offers are most attractive for the customers, right? Yes, that was it. Right, and so we thought that this was a perfect challenge to tackle with ID marketing. Uh, And so to accompany Luminous, we involved the strategic thinking mindset of the house and the digital expertise of Uptrust which is always a wonderful mix.
2: Absolutely. It's, um, it's a super nice ecosystem that we have. I'm personally very happy that I'm a part of it. Um, so back to the case. So this question of Luminous was solved with ID marketing, which is, a, which is great, of course. But why ID marketing? Why was it the best solution for this challenge?
4: That's a great question, Eva. Maybe I can start by explaining what we would do in a traditional way. We start with understanding our customers, the so-called who. And we do this through quantitative and qualitative research like focus groups and service. And so, in the traditional marketing approach, we treat our customers as shopping savants, knowing exactly what they would do, would they buy the product or not. But as Lise probably explained before, we cannot know what customers would do because customers can't predict it themselves. It really depends on their specific needs of that specific moment. So those decisions are difficult to predict as a customer, but still they form the basis for traditional marketing. And so you end up taking the risk to build a whole marketing plan or campaign, a whole product on claim data. And that risk is enormous. You know why? First, because it's claimed. You don't track actual customer behavior. And second, because the time in between gathering the customer insights and the actual launch can be long. The risk of not responding to customer needs anymore is then also quite big. So here, we wanted to mitigate that risk of developing the wrong product through ID marketing. We didn't want to develop digital meter solutions without first testing it in the market to see which offering responded the best to the customer needs.
1: Yeah, makes total sense. Um, and so Luminous came to, to the house of marketing um, with this question, right? To, to clarify which digital meter offer uh, was the most attractive for, for Luminous customers. How did you tackle this question very concretely?
4: Well, we did it by following four steps, Jean-Marc. First of all, we jump right in. We did a quick deep dive in the available qualitative and quantitative information. So just to clarify to the listeners, with ID marketing, we still use it the traditional way, but we just add an extra layer on top being in-market experiments and neuroscience. We aligned with Luminous on the objective, and to put it in growth marketing terms, discussed the one metric that matters. And then we immediately got into execution. We did workshops at Luminous. We created assets like landing pages, ads, videos, you name it. And after only two weeks, we launched the first test campaigns. The next six weeks, we evaluated the experiments every week and worked according to growth marketing methods, which is skill or scale. So we checked if the experiment influenced the OMPM and then we decided to optimize it and scale it. Or if it wasn't working, we learned from the insights and we killed it. A bit simultaneously, we also did qualitative research to check why people did what they did.
2: Thanks, Stan. Um, So let's put it like in a quick summary. First, you start with quantitative research. You look into what people say they would do, the claim data, and then you would define in-market experiments based on that research. Quickly afterwards, you run the experiments and find out what people do the behavioral data, to then conclude with qualitative research to find out why people do what they do.
1: It actually sounds like a lot. Uh, Magnix, how did you experience working with this new ID marketing method?
0: Well, it's true. We really did a lot in a really short time. I think in only eight weeks, to be precise, we came up with four distinct value propositions, nine different pricing models that in the end resulted in more than 100 creatives. So that's a lot. And all of this, was tested on an audience of more than 500,000 potential customers. We applied the right communication channel on all of these different combinations. For instance, we used email, Facebook and so on. With every test, we challenged our current findings to a very specific value proposition.
2: So, for me, I'm curious about how you came up with 100 creatives. According to my math, and I hope it's still correct, If you have four value propositions and nine pricing models, you only get 36 value propositions. So I hope I'm still able to do simple math, but how did you do that?
0: (laughs) Yes, your math is still correct. It's spot on. Uh, We just wanted to test more than the different value propositions and pricing model. For example, with a specific pricing model, we wanted to check tone of voice and then see which one got the best click-through rate. We also tested the call to action. We just did a lot of small tweaks that enabled us to specify the value proposition. In the end, we want to have the perfect mix. If we know which pricing works better and which tone of voice gets the most clicks, we can eventually build a better product, and this would lead to more sales.
2: So it's actually all about the money, huh?
0: Well, it's not all about the money. At Luminous, we believe in the three Ps, meaning people, planet, planet profit. But if we want to build a sustainable company, the money is definitely important.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you're totally right. Um, So, yeah, thank you very much for sharing how this ID marketing case worked. Um, Eva, I think you still have a question.
2: So, I'm still interested in some key takeaways. Magnix, maybe starting with you, looking back to this project, um, what were the things you learned?
0: Um, Well, I think... Ideation marketing is especially nice for the quick results with a limited budget. You get more for less faster. And in the end, you have all your material ready when your product is ready. Because you start when your product is still a prototype, a minimal viable product. And that is also what I want to recommend to all of the listeners. Don't wait. Start with a raw prototype but put it on the market so you understand your customer needs and gains before the big launch. Stan, any takeaways? Like I said before, ID marketing is the new way of marketing.
4: The magic happens when you combine claimed and behavioral data together and use it as a solid starting point to further build on. At the end, don't believe everything your customers tells you. I guess it's clear to our listeners that there is a big difference in what people say they do, and what they then eventually do. So take that into account.
1: Thank you very much for listening to this episode. Really hope it brought you a clearer view on ID marketing. As always, you can find a summary of this episode in the description. you find a landing page uh, where you can also ask your questions if things are still unclear. Um, and, of course, special thanks to Marnix and Stan and Lise, who came on this episode, but also a special thank to Eva. It was her last episode, uh, but you might meet a new host very soon. I will stay here. And until then, I wish you a very nice day. Do not hesitate to subscribe on Spotify, iTunes, or elsewhere. And also do not hesitate to leave a review on Apple podcast. It's really the thing that helps us moving forward. So um, that's it for today. We meet again in another episode. <music>